Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a body image and food freedom coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, love their bodies, feel confident AF, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Good morning or whatever time it is where you are when you're listening to this. It's clearly morning here because you can tell I haven't spoken yet today and I feel like I've got my morning voice on, which is deeper than normal because of course I need that. (laughs) I'm really keen for this episode today and I hope you are too because today we're talking about how to develop an unshakably healthy relationship with your body and food even if you feel like you've tried everything everything. Now, if you were drawn to this episode title, then you need to attend my Nourishment Over Punishment free live masterclass, which is happening tonight. I know, very late notice, guys, because this is exactly what I'm going to be teaching on in way, 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 way more depth than in this episode. So right off now, grab your spot at www.inspirewellnessau.com.au slash free dash webinar or just go to the show notes. That's probably easier. And then come back and listen so you can get in the mood. But if you didn't listen to this episode straight away, then soz, you've missed out on the webinar, on the masterclass, but you're still going to get so much juicy information from this episode anyway. So, you know, you haven't fully missed out. It's okay. Don't be too upset. Now I get so many people coming to me saying that they've tried everything when it comes to food in their body. And that nothing works. They think that they're broken. They think there's something wrong with them. Like they look at everyone else in the world and think that everyone else seems to have it together. Like they can all control themselves around food. They can stick to diets if they want to. They can lose weight or tone up or put on muscle if they want to. They can get up and go to the gym at 5am every day. They've got good willpower. And I get it. I get it. I used to think the same thing. I felt like Everyone else was able to do the thing, but every time I tried, I'd just end up self-sabotaging or falling off the wagon or secretly binging in my car because no one would see you there. And I know that's a lot of people go through that same kind of thing. And there's this cycle, there's this cycle that everyone seems to go through. So here's what people tend to do. They decide that they're going to get healthy or lose weight or tweak their lifestyle, you know, however you want to frame it. And maybe that shifts over your life. And then what they do is they make some big change, like chucking out all of the quote unquote naughty food out of the house or deciding that they're going to eat things like that in moderation. So they create a plan for what moderation looks like. Maybe that's like only being allowed to eat fun foods on the weekends or only having one Fredo frog a day or only being allowed to eat pizza when you're hungover. And yes, that one is an example from my own life in the past. And then they they have a plan in place. So the plan has rules and restrictions and things you aren't allowed to do. And if you're an organizational queen like me, 
your plan or their plan might be in a color coded Excel spreadsheet and they've printed out a weight tracker with their goals and their stretch goals and they've created a vision board alongside it with pictures of fitness models and motivational phrases. Or if you're a normal human, maybe the plan is just in their head or scribbled down in the notes app on their phone or something like that. Or maybe they didn't even create the plan. Maybe they read a book or listened to a podcast or spoke to a friend and they've decided to try a diet like keto or quitting sugar or intermittent fasting. So, you know, maybe they got the plan from someone else. Maybe they created it. Maybe they got it from someone else. But either way, now they have to stick to it. And they do. They totally do. Like maybe it's for a week. Maybe it's for a month. Maybe it's for a day. But sure, they stick to it for a while. But then something happens. And they break the rules of the plan. Maybe it's a holiday. It could be a holiday or going out to dinner with friends. And they just don't want to be the person who has to like modify the menu drastically, or they can't stand to see all the delicious carbs on their friend's plates. So they just decide to say, screw it and take a night off. It could be that they found themselves down the chocolate aisle at Coles and they're not entirely sure how they got there and how that block of dairy milk got in their trolley and then into their mouth and oh, now it's all gone. And so once they've broken the rules, they keep breaking the rules. They find it so much harder to get back on track and to stay on track. It could be this like fast decline into rule breaking or they might go into it gradually, but either way, it happens and they feel so so guilty. They get mad at themselves every time it happens. They're frustrated that they can't just stick with it. They don't have enough willpower and they messed up again. And there's just so much shame and guilt attached to it. And it just makes you freaking miserable. And this is where that like all or nothing thinking comes up, which I know is something so many people struggle with because I reckon in my first session with everyone, they tell me, oh, I'm just one of those all or nothing people or I'm a black and white kind of person. And so like, That means that once they've broken a rule, they think everything's ruined. So they might as well make the most of it and eat everything else they've been avoiding. And they think, well, you know, I've I've already messed up today or maybe even the entire week becomes a wired off. And then it's Monday morning and you're back on track and you chew it all over again and the cycle begins again. Is any of this sounding relatable to you? And I I haven't even touched on the body stuff that's interwoven through all of this. So the way that their body looks is generally the thing that actually prompted the change in the first place. The weighing yourself or looking in the mirror every day and being hyper aware of any changes, good or bad, to the way you look. The things like checking your stomach after three days to see if your hard work is paying off, even though you know logically that you can't see results, results for a while. But you just want to check just in case because it's good motivation. And you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm a bit different. And things like the standing in front of the mirror after you fall off the wagon and just like grabbing parts of your body between your fingers, telling yourself that this is why you can't do it again. This is why you can't fall off the wagon again. And just trying to like shame yourself into sticking to the plan. So I know that some of this, at least some of this probably sounds relatable to you because we all do it. We've all done it. Like we all do the same shit and get the same results, but we don't stop and question the system and realize that actually maybe it's flawed and doesn't work and we're not the problem. Maybe this isn't the path to a healthy relationship with food in our body because it doesn't last long term. 
And you might be listening to this podcast if you're a regular listener, being like, yeah, but I actually do know that, Gemma, because you talk about it all the time. And great. You know why I'm saying it again and again? Because repetition. Repetition is what gets it in your brain and makes you understand. And sometimes you need something said 20 different ways before it actually lands for you. And I know that because I hear it all the time. It's happened with me all the time. Even one of my clients the other day said it. She was like, oh my God, I was listening to your podcast and you said this, and this just fully landed for me and made me like have a switch. We've been working together for three months and like, she's doing great and everything. But this one thing she was like, yeah, it just, it flipped, it landed. And this makes sense. This happens all the time. I know this happens with me all the time. Sometimes I just need to hear things. Yeah. 20 different ways. And then it finally lands. Okay. So what is the solution? What is the solution for an unshakably healthy relationship with food and your body? It's mindset. It is deep mindset work. And I'm not talking affirmations and gratitude. They are not the solution to loving your body. I mean, sure, affirmations and gratitude are great. I love them. The stickers on your mirror and the little love notes to yourself around the house. Cute, great, useful. Totally. Not life-changing. Not the thing that's actually going to get you that amazing relationship with your body or with food. There's so much work that you need to do beforehand before you can bring in affirmations because they'll just like cement the work that you've done. Because if you're looking in the mirror and saying like, I am beautiful, I am beautiful, I am beautiful 20 times, but your body and your brain are going, gross, are you kidding? Look at that absolute monster. Is it Halloween yet with that face? Then obviously that affirmation isn't going to do shit. This is the missing piece of the puzzle that nobody is talking about. Nobody is looking at the big picture and working on food, body, and mindset in depth all in one. You've got people who focus mostly on food and maybe bring in a bit of mindset stuff and mention bodies. You've got people who are all about bodies and acknowledge that food is important, but don't really go deeper than that fluffy mindset solutions like aforementioned affirmations. You've got people who are all about mindset, all about mindset and doing the work on the inside, but they don't entirely understand the relationship and that food body connection and like how it all interrelates properly. Hello, my old psychologist. And yet it's so obvious to me how you can't work on one without the others. Like you have to dive deep into all three to actually change the fabric of yourself. Otherwise you're just going to revert back to where you were before And I've spoken about the identity piece on the podcast before, and this is just one piece of the mindset puzzle when it comes to a healthy food and body relationship. Your identity is like your set point. It's your baseline. It's where you naturally sit. It's where you as a person want to come back to, even if you think you want to be somewhere else and you're trying with every fiber of your being to get there. But changing your behaviors and changing your environment, like in that cycle I just spoke about, that's not changing your identity. So after a while, you just get pulled back to where you were before to your set point and maybe it even overcorrects and makes it even harder or even worse. If you're not doing the deep inner work on your mindset, you can't change that. If you've still got the same identity, then you're always going to be the same person and get the same results. And this is one of the biggest things that I work on with my clients one-on-one or in my program, The Confidence Code. We work on doing all of the things to shift their identity along with so much more. We have to work on things like limiting beliefs, subconscious reprogramming, media literacy, inner child work, 
critical self-analysis, getting out of your comfort zone, conscious self-reflection, building intuition, embodiment practice, changing your self-talk, like so much more, so much more. I can't even list it all here. And this is why I get so frustrated when people say they're teaching you self-love and confidence and to become your best self when really they're just selling you a meal plan full of rice cakes and peanut butter, posting before and after photos of their clients and getting you to write, my body is amazing and lipstick on your mirror as a tokenistic nod to mindset. Like, gross. So I can tell you all about how important mindset is until I'm blue in the face, but I wanted to share with you the experience of one of my clients who was just the queen of diving into mindset stuff, doing the work and changing her life because of it. So Lani was absolutely one of those people who felt like they tried everything. She'd done all the diets and yet she'd been struggling with disordered eating for the best part of 15 years. She battled with her body image for as long as she could remember And she'd even got plastic surgery to make her love her body. And yet it still didn't work. And so when she came to me, I can, I can remember her crying in our first session and telling me that nothing worked and she didn't know what to do. And broke my heart, broke my heart. Now, during our coaching program, I love this. So during our coaching program, she sent me a message about this experience she'd had at the gym where they'd weighed her and she saw the number and she had a momentary freak out, which is totally normal and totally valid. But she managed to flip that switch straight away and she didn't let it affect her. She said she thought, you know, who cares? I'm still awesome. And the scales literally don't tell me anything about myself as a person. I mean, her message had a bit more swearing than that, but you know, my mom listens to the podcast sometimes, so I won't go into that. Um, and the reason, the reason I'm telling you about this is because the reason she was able to do that was because of the mindset work we'd done. She attributed it to spending more time thinking about and naming things she loved about herself, recognizing and calling out her limiting beliefs, changing her self-talk and on all of the like little Lani inner child work that we'd done. All of that work is related to mindset. All of it, all of it. And that's what created the biggest change. So after working together for six months, Lani had completely shifted the way she felt about herself. Like her relationship with herself was the best it's ever been. She trusts herself and her body. She's less afraid to be herself. She knows that the number on the scales doesn't measure her worth. She appreciates her body for what it can do rather than what it looks like. And she's also just smashing, smashing PBs in the gym and inspiring the heck out of me when I watch her Instagram stories. Now we finished up coaching back in March, that's seven months ago, and she is still killing it, still appreciating herself, still has this healthy relationship with herself because she did the mindset work and she shifted her identity. And if you want to hear more about Lani, I did an episode with her, or I don't remember when, I don't remember what number it was, but it was a little while ago. So scroll back and listen in season one. She's amazing. Listen to Lani. So So, so, so the answer to the question of how to develop an unshakably healthy relationship with food and your body, even if you feel like you've tried everything, it's mindset. It's focusing on mindset and food and your body in a deep and meaningful way. And that's what I'm all about. So if you want to learn exactly how to do that, then join me at Nourishment Over Punishment tonight through that link in the show notes. And then... Make sure you come back for the bonus episode tomorrow because I have a very, 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 very exciting announcement. Get excited because it's going to be a big one. I'll see you tomorrow. 
Just dropping in here now that you've listened to this epic episode to remind you to save your spot for the Nourishment Over Punishment Live Masterclass. This is for you if you're sick of binging and feeling out of control around food. You want to be healthy, but you can just never seem to stick to your healthy habits long term without self-sabotaging. You want to love your body, but you don't know how the heck to do that when you don't even like it right now. So I'm going to teach you the one mistake that everyone who binge eats is making and how to fix it, how to be confident in your body without losing weight, why affirmations are actually holding you back from lasting change, how to feel in control around food so that you can keep chocolate in the house without eating the whole block in one sitting, and so much more. Even if you can't make it live, everyone who registers will still be sent the recording. So grab your spot now through the link in the show notes, and I'll see you there.